Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be discussing female Freemasons and the future of Freemasonry. Anybody who is a Mason in the UK will know just how concerned UGLE and province are about the dwindling numbers amongst the ranks and about the incessant closures of lodges around the UK. Whilst this is a legitimate concern, I personally think that standards should come first and that looking at numbers should be a secondary, secondary concern after the quality of the candidate being inducted. Yes, it's a shame that numbers are declining, but it would be even more of a shame to denigrate the institution by letting in unsuitable candidates. Mm. Whilst UGLE has come up with some schemes to boost membership, to me, there is an incredibly obvious solution to the dwindling numbers scenario, and that is mixed lodges. In my lodge, half of the younger lodge members have partners that are Freemasons, which is extremely encouraging. Interestingly, my friend is just about to join my college in the SRIA. His partner's coincidentally a direct descendant of Annie Besant, theosophist, great niece, I think. Uh, she's extremely well-read and she would be an incredible asset to any college or lodge, regardless of gender. She will also be joining the SRIA, but unfortunately will not be joining our college because although the SRIA admits both men and women, there are not as of yet mixed colleges, which I find an incredible shame. Well, one of the problems is um, she's actually registered blind. So for her to attend another meeting, she'd have to get somebody to drop there, drop, a, drop her there or mm. get a taxi, which is a real shame. So obviously a taxi to Plymouth from where we live, you're looking at, you know, over a hundred pounds yeah. there and back. Um, so I, I think we'll try and petition. We'll try and have a word with the, um, with the college to see if we can, we can get her in on, on medical grounds so we can have mm. a Sorry, Amy, that would be, that would be very nice. But um, yes, whilst there are, are, of course, female Freemasons, with the order of women Freemasons being top of the list in terms of membership numbers, there is a lesser-known organisation that admits male and female members and has mixed-gender meetings called co-masonry. It began in France in the 1890s with the forming of Le Droit Humain and is now an international movement representing, uh, represented by several co-Freemasonic co administrations throughout the world. Most male-only Masonic lodges do not recognise co-Freemasonry, holding it to be irregular. Whilst I cannot say that co-Masonry is the one to save the organisation, I do think that something along these lines is the future. Whilst I think that people should have the chance to join an all-male or female lodge given the choice, the option to join a mixed lodge would, have, would be nothing but a positive thing in my humble opinion. I would, I would have been more inclined to have done so back when I was joining the institution, and I just think it would give the lodge even more of a family dynamic and the women would would feel much less excluded from the lodge. I would encourage usually wholeheartedly to think about mixed lodges, but that's my two cents on the subject. Do you have anything to add, Brother Angel? Um, <clears throat> yes, I think that's a great idea. Um, we, ha we have to think outside the box, as, it's, as they say. Mm -hmm. um, uh, particularly with the dwindling numbers, I think it's something like a, over 100 lodges a year are closed down in Great Britain. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. And the other interesting thing is that uh, this podcast, uh, Freemasonry in Seven Minutes or Less, mm -hmm. uh, something like 5% of our audience are women. Interesting. And so there's obviously an interest. And mm -hmm. um, so mixed lodges is the way to go. I think so. I yeah. think so. It's just it, it, in regards to the the dynamic as well. I think it's just it is a strange thing to have the women turn up for the meet uh, for the festival or Christmas meets or ladies meeting have to sit outside of the temple like they're completely mm. excluded 
and then pop in for 10 minutes and then leave and then back down to the bar or or back mm. into the, the dining hall. It's, it is a strange dynamic, and I think it'd be much better if it was blended and just more conducive to to keeping Freemasonry alive. Just, you have to bear in mind the, the time period where it arose. It's, it's 1717, it was a, a, a much yeah. more segregated society. Things were a lot different. And I think one of right. those one of those things that's definitely changed uh, is gender roles. Obviously, mm. that's something that's changed yeah. dramatically. But the numbers really popped up in the 60s and 70s um, with regards to lodge membership, which ironically yes. was a time of um, of changing gender roles in society. So I think that's one thing that didn't change, although that was the time where the, the lodge numbers popped up. Was the the um the, was the mixed lodge scenario, and I and I think it just. Yes. I'm not saying that, that every lodge should have one. I think they should still keep female and male lodges. So should you desire, but to operate one in every town, I think that'd be very positive. Yes, yes, very, that very would make sense. Uh, we in in Japan we have uh, an American organization called Star in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it no sorry eastern, eastern star eastern star yes mm. we have a lodge here called star in the east i i get <laughs> eastern star and um but the membership is quite small probably 10 women yes and uh they have to be uh wives of wives or sisters of masons okay so that kind of limits the amount of people sure. that you know, can join um, but they have activities every quarter, I think. Okay. okay. <clears throat> yes. I have uh, seen a few about, uh, And this is conversely, they have to have um, male sponsors running that organisation, okay. which is a okay. little bit strange. But um, that is. that's what it goes. Yes. I did. I did have a look at a few YouTube videos about female Freemasons, and there's quite yes. a few that meet in London, and they're very, very passionate, extremely passionate yes. about the Freemasons. The standards are very high. Yes. So I think it would be a real shame to exclude them in the future. It's, it's, it's just on the cusp of happening. It just, I think it just needs the right the right lodge, and then the dynamic will just shift the tide. But um, one, one thing that's very interesting is the a whole transgender scenario and the definition in law of what right. a man and a woman is. So I think technically a yes. woman could join a lodge and say, identify as a man. You know, I am a man. Right. So should they decide. So Whether they pass committee or not would be a different thing. Yes. Yes. yes, it's on the cusp. It is on the cusp of change. Yes, I don't know how that would be handled. <laughs> Probably at, at the ballot box. Yes, I think there'd be the issues with a lot of the old guard not wanting women to, to yeah. come into the lodge. But I, I think yes. my lodge would be pretty good. Yes. Yep. Sounds good. <laughs> that's, uh, that's our two cents on, on the future. <laughs> Of the, yes. of the saving Freemasonry in the numbers that we, that we have currently. So um, with that said, any questions, please email the link below. We're now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. <clears throat>